I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about Totally Folked by Penny Reed. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I'm so excited. You know how much I love Penny Reed. Oh my god, me too. She is a fucking queen. Queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Um, we're going to put a disclaimer and say we're going to apologize in advance because both of us have some sinus issues and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. chestular areas issues. Chestular areas. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be there's going to be coughing and we're going to try really hard to like not face a microphone when it happens. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, cause we're just going to get the big elephant in the room out the way right now. I <laughs> received a wonderful gift, the gift of COVID. So as we speak, I am in uh, my 11th day of COVID. So because I'm immunocompromised and showing symptoms, I have a 20 days of quarantine to do. So, um, but um, for those of you who have responded to our Insta and our Twitter, thank you for the kind words. And I am feeling a lot better. Um, If we talked two days ago, I wanted to die. So, better. Um, I can say, wear a fucking mask, people. Please, please. It hurts. It's not fun. It's not. And me, I've worked through the whole fucking time. So... Imagine at like, home, at home, quarantined. Yes, quarantine. Yes, yes. Yeah, I was not going into work. Um, but my chest hurts. It's hard to. I can't walk the dog, so the dog had to quickly learn to go to the bathroom in the back in the backyard, um, because I have no energy. Um, I can't sleep because I'm coughing all night. Um, I have to knock myself out pretty much to sleep. So these are wonderful things. If you want them, then continue not wearing a mask. But I would probably suggest that you do so. Also, get vaccinated. Now, yes. you are fully vaccinated. You I have am. a breakthrough case. Um, yeah. Also Hence immunocompromised. Yeah. So, like, maybe there's some extra going on there. But, like, the reason... We're not scientists here. But <laughs> the reason that the virus is continuing to evolve is because we aren't stamping it the fuck out with vaccinations. Right. So the more people get vaccinated, the less the virus will spread. This happens. This is just like, um, this happens with every virus is that it mutates so that it survives. This happened. This is why we get a flu shot every year is because right. the flu mutates. And so they create a new vaccine every single fucking year that they believe targets the most, uh, likely, or what they believe will be the strongest strains of the flu that year. Right, right. Um, Like I said, not a scientist, but based upon the um, reliable sources that I have read and doctors, that's why we get a flu shot every year. Yeah. Honestly, I've, I've... I've assumed that we're going to need a COVID shot every year because, like, this will, at least for a while, because, like, this will keep happening, right? And and we've noticed... That after a few months, um, that's why we're supposed to start getting boosters soon. Is that the you know it's wearing, wearing off the uh, the efficacy is not as strong, eight months or so after someone gets the shot. Right. Well, the flu shot only lasts a year. You know. Yeah. So and we're going into flu season. So. Yes. 
So everyone, please, please, God, get your flu shots, get your COVID vaccines. I also fully vaccinated. To the best of my knowledge, I did get tested, um, but my test came back negative. I ha- I think I got, like, my allergies were really triggered when we were on vacation yeah. <clears throat> because the air conditioners were disgusting. Um, and that then became, like, a cold or some sort of upper respiratory mm-hmm. infection that is now lingering because I cannot hawk a loogie. So, like, if I could, maybe it wouldn't be in my chest anymore. My husband had the same thing. He's already better because he's like, I know how to spit. And I'm like, great. (laughs) Good for you. Wait. Oh, it's just because I swallow. Is that why? Come on. (laughs) God damn it. Ray. (laughs) You missed this. I missed you so fucking much. I know. It's been so weird not sitting down and talking with you. I haven't, like, seen your face in a solid three weeks, at least. I know. Maybe a month. I know. Because we were going to do a page of screen, and we did not, because neither of us... Neither of us were, like... You were yeah. you were sick and I was sick and we were both just like, you know what, there's yeah. a lot going on. Like maybe yeah. let's just skip this yeah. week. Yeah. Um oh, and the other wonderful thing is I can't taste or smell anything, so that's great. Yeah. And I don't know how long that'll last. Some people have never gotten it back. So <laughs> I'll throw myself off a building if that happens. That's not, but it's not fine. funny. Not funny. You will not do any such thing. No. Cause like you said, you don't want to look for another co host. I don't want to look for another ghost. <laughs> she told me she had COVID. I was like, well, you better not die because I'm not looking for another co-host. I just will not. Also, when Ray kicks this, we're going to go get tattoos together. So We are. We are. Um, There's that. But, but uh, Veronica we'll was the first pictures. person I told. Um, I sent her a picture of my test and I said, fuck, I have COVID. And... Um, I, I'm not gonna lie. When I lost my my lost my smell, smell and taste, I got very scared. I got real scared. But then I thought to myself, I'm also vaccinated, so you right. know, I'm probably just gonna get a mild form, which I did. So I mean, yeah. If, although nice. this is fucking mild, I want to like lay someone on fire because. Mm, mm. But, but truly, I mean, the majority of the cases that are being hospitalized are unvaccinated. Like the, yeah. the overwhelming majority. It's less than 1% overall of people who are hospitalized that are vaccinated. Right. The vast right. majority, like 99-ish percent of those people are unvaccinated. Yeah. yeah. And Delta's hitting people worse and yeah. hitting kids harder. There, There's no room in hospitals in many parts of the country and pediatric units are full yeah. in many parts of the country. So no longer saying like, oh, it doesn't hit kids as hard. Not. not that's not an excuse. And guess what? It's going to jump next week. So. Yeah, because kids are going back to school. Back to school. Um, hey, Veronica, I got a question for you. Do you yeah, remember the 80s? <laughs> you remember, you know, 80s? Remember the 80s? Do I remember the 80s? Uh-huh, yeah. I do. Um, you. Uh-huh. Okay. I was born in the 80s. So were uh-huh. you. Yeah, I was. Uh, 1980. What? Um, mm-hmm. So question for you if you could live a day in any 80s fantasy movie which one would it be i know it's hard you got legend out there you got labyrinth you've got the princess bride you've got (gasps) ghostbusters you've got this is so hard i know oh god even in the list you just gave like (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, E.T. was the 80s, right? Yeah. I fucking loved that movie. Um, oh, my God. Okay. Oh, this is so hard. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm good. <laughs> I asked you a math question. I know. <laughs> <coughs> All right, I'm gonna go. Oh my god! No, I have to say Princess Bride. I have to say Princess Bride. Okay, you can say Princess Bride. It's a very to- It's a really close toss up between. <sighs> you know, I love the name Wesley so much. Can I just tell you? I okay. So this is a sidebar. Because although I want Ted Lasso to be my bright spot, it's not going to be because it's my bright spot every week. But so there's an episode of I watched this morning um, and I was screaming in my house because something happens and I can't share it with Veronica because she's only seen the first season. Mm-hmm. But I will do I will say something because Ted Ted Lasso brings up the theory of he's like, I believe in communism, rom communism. Oh, my God. And so they start talking about rom Lasso. And at one point. He's kind of like in a little bit of an argument, like a fun argument, you know, fight, you know, with with, with Roy, and he just keeps Roy answering him. Roy fucking Kent. Roy fucking Kent. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Um, uh, Roy Kent. Um, he he's he here. Keeps, he's there. He's, there. he's, he's every fucking, fucking where. Roy, Roy Kent. <laughs> um, that comes up in the episode. Um, uh. But it, he just keeps responding to him in like quotes from movies from rom-coms and at one point he's like i won't he's like something like i don't want to hear you anymore about talking about me you know he's like as you wish (laughs) it was great that is fucking brilliant yeah ted lasso guys if you had lasso it's so good follow us on insta you should i drank it all you drank it i mean i drank all the kool-aid we um if you didn't see our insta which has essentially become a Ted Lasso fan account at this point. <laughs> we follow all the Ted Lassos. <laughs> um, I, the people that we were on vacation with, another vaccinated family, uh, except for the kids, because none of them are eligible. Um, we, one night, started watching season one of Ted Lasso. And, and apparently the couple that we were with had already seen the whole first season. They just watched it again with us without telling us. Like, we had gotten a couple episodes oh, in. Oh, wow. And, like, and I was like, wait, have you guys seen this? And they said, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, you're just watching it, like, oh, because you just want to watch it again with us? I would, But I would do the same thing. I would watch it again. When you told me you guys were watching it, I was like, I'm going to put it on. And I put it on, like twice that week all yep. the way through so i've seen it about 50 times i don't Worth know it. i'll just put it on and just i could probably quote it at this point it's fine she's Worth fucking it. fit um she's fu- i loved that part loved she's it fucking fit. she's fucking fit <laughs> <laughs> i love um, her by the way like, i love keely keely love best. keely um i love pretty much everyone i even love jamie except tart. the people you're supposed to hate i love jamie tart a little bit though too oh, no He's so i love stupid. jamie Jamie Tart is dumb. Oh, Rupert. Everyone fucking hates Rupert because he's Rupert, you know, if Rupert was a real person, I'd kill him. Like, maybe I shouldn't say that on a recorded platform, but, like, Rupert's not a real person, so. <laughs> yeah, and it probably, like, me, it kills me because it's fucking Giles from Buffy. So it's like, oh, why? Oh, see, Stewart I don't have head. that attachment because I never watched Buffy. So oh. I can just want to kill him anyway. All yeah, the time. Stewart Stewart Head. Love him. Um, just so you guys, anyone was wondering, mine is going to be Howard the Duck. Just <laughs> Just because who would want to see a fucking duck person? Come I just on. to ask you what you're God. I remember watching that when I was probably not appropriate to watch that. Because mm. there's some duck boobies at the beginning of it. And there's like, at one point, he has sex with, with um, who's the hell? It's, uh, Leah Thompson. 
She pulls out like duck condoms. Yep. Hang yeah. on. Howard the Duck? Yeah, it's PG-13 at least. Um, 1986 film. I know it's PG-13. Oh, okay. I have seen pictures from this. Yeah, it's a horrible movie. movie, but I would, you know, 10-year-old <clears throat> me fucking loved it because it was a person, it was a poor child in a duck suit. <gasps> he lands in Cleveland. He does. He does. Son of a bitch. What a connection to today's book. To today's book. That yeah. is pretty I know. brilliant, Ray. It's fucking brilliant. Um, Brilliant. Here's another question for you. Yeah. What's your bright spot? Oh, okay. Um, all right. <laughs> to be honest, it's not it's not been a great week. <laughs> um <laughs> I just spit w- wide up. I that I can't taste, so it could be dribbling down my face. I wouldn't know. No, it's not. I can tell you with certainty because I can see your beautiful face. <laughs> um so my bright spot truthfully is that we are recording tonight. That I have not seen Aww. you. For a fucking month, and I've been concerned about you, and although we text all the time, like a mama, I just needed to see your face. You know, if I I'm, weren't, like, I I have, on a, a few different occasions, considered just driving to your fucking house and standing, like, outside your door, just so I could physically see you. But I also was like, that may be more painful. You know, like to stand outside your door and stare at you and know that Nary the two shall meet. (laughs) I could not get any closer to you than that. And I didn't want to upset you to like have to be there and have you be like, and now I cannot come any closer to, you know, I just, I thought it would be kind of mean. So um, I have stayed home, but um, (laughs) just know that on many occasions I have thought to myself, if I just drive up there. Like, yeah, I could Aww, leave I a bag that. on the porch. And walk away. But no, I was afraid I, it would yeah. be more painful. So I did not. There's something horrible about having to tell somebody, yeah, I've got COVID. Like the person who was dropping off my dr- delivery, yes, my grocery delivery yesterday. He's like, I need to see your ID. I need to swipe your ID. And I was like, well, OK, um, I have COVID. He's like, oh, I, go. I was like, yeah, he goes, just leave it out on the thing and I'll just swipe in and leave it back on the ground. I'm like, fine. But when my parents came over, so FYI, my bright spot is seeing you. I mean, oh. I, Aww. I mean, that's the same thing. It's, 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 it's a double, it's a, it's a joint bright spot because I mean, I fucking have COVID. So what exciting things are happening? I got fun shirts. That's about it. Fun shirts. You did. Um, I like them. I be a goldfish. Um, also, um, another bright spot for me is that you are vaccinated because it yeah. probably saved your fucking life. Agreed. I would probably be in a worse place than I worse place worse place worse place, worse place? than I am now. Plan, 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 plan. Um, I well, again now fifty times watching Ted Lasso. You can tell. Um, so funny. Uh, when my parents came over to to drop something off, um, and I let the dogs out in the backyard, and the dogs were <laughs> they were visiting my parents like it was prison. Like no touching. They're kind of getting up on the fence, and Bucky's like, my grandma, grandma. And she's like, I, she's going down to, to, to pet him. And my dad's like, get the sanitizer. <laughs> so, yeah, there's the bad part of it. It's like, you feel like, oops, sorry. Um, you, it, I'm sorry. Is your, mm-hmm, your ringtone it, of Star Wars? It's the Imperial Death March, yep. Mm-hmm. 
nothing about this surprises me. No, and my alarm is a trap version of the Halloween theme, so no worries about it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. yeah. So, anywho, that's my bright spot, too, is seeing your beautiful face, because, yeah. I didn't want to bother you during vacation, too, and I was like, I was, I was going to keep... We text- texted every fucking day. I know, but I was like, ah, she's, she's on vacation. She doesn't so? need to hear from me. What? <laughs> Stop it. I only, I only bother Stop you it. when you're at work. <laughs> <laughs> texting me at 11 a.m. while i'm trying to work no big deal don't want to bug her when she's on vacation though (laughs) no big deal (laughs) no i'll just text you at five in the morning when i'm up it's fine jesus christ no well my phone's on do not disturb overnight so it doesn't matter i mm. won't hear that yeah deal. i used to feel bad about that i'm like but if you fuckers don't have your goddamn you know do not disturb on it's not my fault okay no i have i have do not disturb on and i have like a couple phone numbers that if they call me mm-hmm. like actually call yeah, yeah then it'll it'll go through it yeah i have this set for like emergency the emergency contacts that those, yeah, those yeah, ring through exactly yeah. Okay. Um, I do have one more little shout out to make. Oh, if yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. mind. Uh, I don't mind at all. Today is my mom's birthday. <gasps> oh, yay! Veronica's mom's birthday! <laughs> I won't say how old she is, um, partially because I'd have to do the math, because fuck, I don't even know how many years I've been married. <laughs> we just had our anniversary. And so people are like, oh, how long have you been married? And I'm like, uh, I don't, uh, uh, I mean, it really takes me a while to remember. Um, hey, I barely know what age I am. It's fine. Exactly. So anyway, happy birthday to my mama. Yeah, Feliz Cumpleaños, who I got to see a couple, like, well, about a month ago now. Yeah. But she's Pre-COVID lovely. I love her. She's a nice lady. She's, she's pretty cool. She's a super nice lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hugs to your mom. Yeah, hug, yes. non-COVID hugs to your mom. Non-COVID hugs. <laughs> I did get to hug her today. Yeah. It was nice. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. All well, right. Do you want to talk about this book? Yes, I do. Do you want to take a brief respite? Yes, I would love <laughs> to take a brief respite. I really like the the word respite. It reminds me of some of the Regency historical romance Fuck novels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What? Lisa Claypas. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, I'm a stand. Lisa Claypas stand. Nothing wrong. And Tessa Dare. Now you got me on Tessa Dare. I think I've moved oh, through all of hers. She's now. good. She's real good. Real good. Real good. All right. We'll be right back. We will. And we're back. Hello, we're back. (laughs) You just missed us talking for like a 20, like solid 20 minutes about my vacation. Yes, because I'm an asshole and I forgot to ask her about it. You're not an asshole. I'm the worst friend sometimes. No. No. Nope. Nope. Negatory on that. Ghost Rider. Nope. All right, so <clears throat> this lovely evening, we are talking about Queen Penny, Penny Reed's. Reed. <laughs> totally Her Majesty. Her, Her Majesty, Majesty Penny, Reed. Penny Reed. Her new novel, mm-hmm. Totally Folked. Yes, it is her newest one. Uh, it came out on July 20th. At one point, we were going to uh, essentially grovel for an ARC because... Yes. The main character's name is Ray. Spelled the same. And she spelled the same. And she's from fucking Cleveland. 
And so we were like, you cannot deny us an ARC of this book. And then we found all the, the rules and regulations to, <laughs> yes. for, for Penny. And we're like, okay, this will take we'll, us years. This is something so. that we'll work toward. It's basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a, there was a we lot. we were like, we have not fulfilled these obligations, which is fine. Yeah. Penny, we will work for it. <laughs> we will earn it. Yes, exactly. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A suggestive dance just happened on yeah, Ray's side. Yeah, because in my brain went to the weekend. Mm-hmm. He earned it. That song is hot as shit. Have you seen the um, video? I don't think I have. Well, I'm gonna look you, it up after this. Uh, because I'm you do. Why are you talking? I'm gonna look it up and send it to you. Yeah, in the you just chat. sent it to me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, so um, Totally Folked is the beginning of a new series from Penny Reed. Um, it is an offshoot of the Winston Brothers series. Now, uh, I was honestly not stoked about this book. Like, the premise did not interest me at first because mm. the hero of the story is Jackson James. And if you have read probably any of the Winston Brothers series, you don't like Jackson James. No. Because no, he's, he's a douchebag. He's kind of a douche. Yeah. Because um, he, he, like, has a thing for literally every woman that's not, like, his sister. Yeah, I mean, town. he's a player. He yeah. dated Ashley Winston, later Ruinous. Ruinous. Did they date, though? Yeah. Well, in high school, they sort of did, like... Sort of. They were really good friends. Like in um, Beauty and the Mustache, you you hear about her. And that's where you meet Jackson James, is in Beauty and the Mustache. Well, you meet... Well, no, you meet him in in Jessica's book. Well, yeah, but Beauty and the Mustache is pre-Jessica's book. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes, 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 yes. So you meet him then, Mm -hmm. and you think he's a douche then. Right. Because he... None of her brothers like him. He pulls Dwayne over, pulls Bo over. He's a cop in town. He's the deputy sheriff. So you don't like him. And then you read the Winston Brothers series yeah. and you like him less. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's not as if um, I I didn't want, I wasn't open to him being redeemed as a character. Right. Well, it's kind of like that book um, where they redeemed Dr. Ken Miles. Right, yes. It was very similar to that. I was like, why the fuck would I want to read a book about Dr. Ken Miles? Notice I call him Dr. Ken Miles because that's all that Because that's Elizabeth all Elizabeth calls him, calls him, Dr. Ken Miles. And he ends up being one of the fucking best characters. Yeah. I mean, she didn't write that one, but still, I thought it was But it's it was in very, the Smarty Pants romance yeah. world. And right. I thought she did a really good vo- wo- uh, good work of voicing him in, you know, in that whole, all the characters in what I would say the Penny, Penny voice. Right, yeah, in the yeah. Readiverse. In the Readiverse. So... At the RCU. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't, like, thrilled about the premise of it, because right. I just didn't care. I didn't want to read about Jackson being redeemed. But eventually, reading enough reviews where people were saying the same thing that I was thinking, where yeah. they were like, I didn't want to read this because I didn't feel like... I cared about Jackson's redemption story. Yeah. But Penny Reed, because she's a fucking queen, won me over. Yeah. Oh. So I was like, all right, fine. So the t- you and I were like, all right, let's give it a shot. 
And what, if anything, if I've learned any goddamn thing about Penny Reed, is that you should never question her. No. Because... There's a reason. There's a fucking reason. I... I read all of the Knitting in the City series. That's how I was introduced to Penny Reed. And then I read all of the Winston Brothers series. And then I didn't want to read anything else from her because I didn't like the premises of the rest of the books. Like, I wanted more of the Winston Brothers. I oh, wanted you more. you read the, the um, rugby ones, have you? I have not. Because I, ones, I wanted yeah. more of the Winston Brothers and I yeah. wanted more of the ladies in Chicago. Yeah. But then in the fucking Beach Read box set... Her, the opening book is another one of hers in like her, it's the hypothesis series, which I've recommended before. And I was just like, ah, oh, whatever, I guess I'll fucking read it. And then I got hooked so fucking hard on that entire series that I, I mean, I read all six of them fast. I think I read, actually read four through, I think I got number four for free. And then that hooked me on four through six. And then Beach Read Box that happened, and I got hooked on one through three. So I've read that entire thing, and that's when I was like, I will never question Penny Reed again. Neither of us have read Kissing Tolstoy, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So all of this is to say, uh, if you don't like Jackson James, you will by the end of this. No, never fear. Never fear, Dylan. Never fear. Penny Reed will not fucking let you down. So with that, uh, I shall read to you the description of Totally Folked by Penny Reed. And we will fill in if we needed. Yes, we will. One unforgettable night leads to an unlikely shared connection, and unlikely connections never go unnoticed by the good folks in Green Valley, Tennessee. Jackson James follows the rules. He has to. He's a sheriff's deputy in a super small town with a super big personality. However, strict adherence to the law during the day has been enjoyably balanced by rakish rules at night. Jackson, typically happy to protect and serve, and serve, and serve, starts questioning the value of wayward evenings when getting laid starts to feel like more being, feel more like being waylaid. Could it be that Green Valley's most eligible and notorious bachelor longs for something and someone real? Mega movie star Raquel Ezra, side note, nicknamed Ray, Follows only one rule. Always leave them wanting more. Studio execs, reporters, audiences, fans, lovers, no one can get enough of the smart, savvy, and sexy bombshell. But when, quote, generous offers become uh, begin to feel more like excessive demands, years of always leaving has the elusive starlet longing for something and perhaps someone lasting. When Raquel abruptly returns to the quirky Tennessee hamlet, her path crosses with the delectable deputy, you know I love her alliteration, uh, with whom she spent one unforgettable night. Unfortunately, scandal and intrigue soon follow. Raquel and Jackson must decide which is more important, following their rules, or at long last, finding something real. Um, so I think, okay, so she is in town for Sienna and Jack's wedding. Yep. Is when they meet. And um, that, the action of that happens in just folking around, which is like a novella that's a right. precursor to this. However, yeah. at least for now, in the iteration of Totally Folk that you and I downloaded from Amazon, um, that we bought from Amazon, it's included in that. Right. 
Right. So, but I think the novella is free, or at least it was when I downloaded it. It is so, free still, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of up to you on how you handle that. But um, also that they are introduced in book four of the Winston Brothers series, because that's when Jet and Sienna get married, mm-hmm. is in book four, which is Bo's book. Um, uh, so they do spend the night together. I mean, they, they don't have sex. They, they end up sleeping together and they have, she, the experience that they have is for, uh, for, um, Ray is very interesting because, um, she feels very, it's easy. It's easy. Mm -hmm. It's very comfortable because she is such a big star. Um, so Nothing really, nothing really happened. Well, something happens, but... Um, some things happen. Some things happen, um, but nothing like... I mean, it's enough that they're both pining for each other for five years. That's yeah, where we have the break. a long-ass gap. We have a jump in time very shortly, so we're not spoiling anything. It is five years. Mm-hmm. And you realize that... You don't realize it until all of a sudden they start saying five years ago you're like oh my god that's how far we've jumped into the future mm-hmm. so she's back in town um why kind she of having an existential crisis yeah she just wanted to yeah and i think i think jackson's been on her mind for five years mm-hmm. and and she's been on and his she's been on for, his yeah and she comes in the town and he's dating somebody at the time mm-hmm. they're kind of dating they're really not dating they're yeah. like because I think in the months they were dating, they've only been on three dates. Yeah. And and she's a single mom of four kids. Four. Yeah. So there's, and she works full time. So, yeah. and he works a lot. He works yeah. on his days off, you yeah. know? So like he's, his, also his father is the sheriff. Right. So he's routinely called in maybe when he shouldn't be, you right. know, like, because they just know he'll take care of things. Um, he's reliable at work, but is, you know, a player on, in his well, personal life. He he's is to a probably point. slept this, with most of Green Valley. Yeah. Like and the, the point where we meet him five years in the future is he's trying to clean up his image mm-hmm. because he wants to be sheriff, but he also just wants, he wants normalcy and he wants a relationship and he wants permanency. Yeah. He wants something real. Yeah. So, um, when Ray comes back into town He's sort of kind of trying to date... Her name's Charlotte. She's... At first, I was... Like, she was fine. I just was like, I don't know how I feel him lining up with this person. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah. she ends up being fucking amazing. She is fucking hysterical. Yeah. She, you end up loving Charlotte. Yeah. And she's in the next book. She's the heroine in the next book. Which really she tries about. really hard to get uh, Ray and Jackson together. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really funny. So... Um, I'm trying to remember and how much more you would need. Um, there's not a ton that happens. Like, they say intrigue and scandal, but yes, there's a scandal, but it's not really like a big... I mean, it's tough for Jackson, but it's not It's not something that's insurmountable, and they, they dealt, deal with it very quickly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not as, like... Well, I don't want to give it too much away, but they... Um... <sighs> It's not like she, you know, she's married and they had like an affair, a toward affair or something like that. Well, and she also for her, just so the listener will know is, and again, we're not, this is very early in the book, is that she's, 
in a fake relationship with another yeah. celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, she's fake engaged to another celebrity. Yeah, she's celebrity. fake engaged. Um, Who is her ex-boyfriend for real? Right, which he's been cheating, was cheating on her with other men, which I mm-hmm. will have to say, I thought it was really big of her, even though she was saying, like, not big of her, but I thought it was really, really interesting that never once did she tell anybody that the people that she he was cheating never, on was ever were, mentioned were other men. anyone. Yeah. Except I mean, for she, Sienna. I think Sienna knew because I Sienna, she had like, to, no. yeah. well, I think it wasn't it like that night she had gone to Sienna's house, like yes. when she first found out. So yes. like Sienna knew, but Sienna had never told a single fucking person. No. Not one. No. Like it's, and it's, I didn't get the impression that they were trying to hide it for their own benefit. Like I got the impression that Harrison wasn't. It was his willing. secret to share. And, yes, exactly. And they it was were his not secret gonna... to share. He didn't. He was not comfortable sharing it, and therefore, yeah. Sienna and Ray were like, well, "Okay, well, we're not going to share it either because it's not our business." If, yeah, you know, he can do what he wants. Yeah. So and she and so it's really it was really an interesting choice, and I liked it. I liked that mm-hmm. a lot because it like you yeah. said. Because it, it did, it, you know, although she didn't so much care for a lot of what happens in Hollywood, I think she still respected other people's choices. Mm-hmm. And I thought, and then she had a lot of respect for people in general, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But um, big plot point wise, I hate to say that not a ton happens, because not a ton happens, because it's, we're only talking about a month, yeah, maybe two months altogether. So, um, in, in some ways it reminded me of how, um, it was similar in its low ish stakes that Jet and Sienna's book is. Mm. So like, it's sort of, there is a thing that happens. I mean, with Jet and Sienna, you have to think about the fact that like, you know, Jackson's really clean cut. He's a sheriff's deputy. Like, the yeah. worst thing he's done is, like, sleep around and have consensual relationships yeah. with women. Yeah. But, like, Jet, while he is not a felon, has committed felonies. He's just yeah. not been convicted yeah. for them. Yeah. Um. So, like, Jet's reputation... <laughs> sorry. Jet's reputation is potentially damaging to Sienna, which is why... Yeah. There's like maybe more quote scandal there, um, um, and also Cletus plays a big role in this book. Um, actually, I was I'm kind of assuming that's going to be one of your buns. It is now, yeah. Because I'm going to put a spoiler out there. Cletus is my favorite Winston. He is because uh-huh. he because you Beard told Science... me you wanted me to read Beard Science, which is why I read the entire series because you know I have to read things in order. Yeah, so I started at the beginning and just worked my way through because i had read i think i started with beard science and i have been hit or miss on a lot of um the winston book a lot of all of them just because there's so many books out there um but and and she's so prolific it's so it's kind of hard i mean like i said i've read all of the but i've read all the um rugby ones i love those ones um because you're talking about fucking british people hello and irish people um, but I love Cletus. Now Cletus is um, from Beard Science, and he, mm-hmm. I can't. To me, he's a he's an enigma wrapped in a puzzle, in a windswept hurricane. Because I don't <laughs> understand Cletus. He's like I couldn't. If you were to like, if I was to try to describe Cletus, I don't know if I could. 
Yeah, he's hard to describe. He's he is. Um, he puts black strap molasses in his coffee and vinegar. Uh-huh. Yeah, like he's he's always one step ahead of everybody. And he is very smart. He's like, super smart. He is incredibly intelligent on a level that I absolutely cannot keep up with. And they all so all the boys and well and Ashley too. They all have like kind of hillbilly first names, but then they have yes. like, but their um, middle names are all like yes writers. high literary names. Yeah. Like, Billy's middle name is Shakespeare. Yeah. His name is literally William Shakespeare Winston. What's Ashley's? Ashley's is Austin. Okay. Ashley Austin. Yeah. Winston. Yeah. Yeah. And Cleta, I forget what Cleta's name is. I don't remember. You hear most of them in Ashley's book in Beauty and the Mustache. Yeah. Because when she's angry, she calls them all by their middle names. And I think she describes them. I think she says them all at one point. And which is surprising because I that because I love Cletus so much that I really didn't get into those espionage the, mm-hmm. uh, the I forgot what they're called because it just was like, and maybe I will at some point because I bought them so I'll probably end up reading them but yeah. at the time I was just not feeling again them, but, don't question Penny Reed I don't I don't question Penny Reed because um, I also love Jen too because she's just so, Jen is pretty hysterical she's so super kind of ditzy but in a, such a good hearted way yeah she's a really good person yeah I mean. Penny writes really good characters. That she really love, does. That she really like, does. I think there's. I think there's a reason that there's such a big fan um, following for, especially for the Winston series. Like mm-hmm. there's the paper dolls and people. There's so much. If you do Pinterest, the Winston brothers. Like oh my uh-huh. gosh, there's tons of stuff. There's entire Pinterest boards dedicated to every one of her books. Yeah. Yeah. Bo will always be my favorite. Passion of the flicks, Winston brothers. If you want to pick an actual Passion like. Flicks. Hey Tosca. Hey Tosca, instead of keep making this garbage that you're making recently, what? Give me Bo's book. Oh, please. Give me anything uh candy. I'm not even going to go there cuz I I I I saw some tr- some some casting and I was like, I don't know what this book is. And then I looked it up and I was like, I have no desire to read this book and or watch this movie. The next Passion Flix, or the next uh, page of screen we do, I think is going to be the Pride and Prejudice musical, right? It will, because it will not be it will not be Gabriel's Rapture. Or, no, I'm not interested in that. Or the second season of Driven. <sighs> nope. The thing is, there's like a there's a part of me that wants to watch it. I not for the podcast, but just to like see Find how out they what the can... fuck's going on. Yes. Yeah, because like every because like on this week's driven, I don't know where where I see these. It must be Instagram. I think it's Instagram. Probably Instagram. Be, and it was like, this looks awful. This looks. I want to punch this guy in the fucking junk. Mm-hmm. Anywho, we've already talked about that. Colton but sucks. We digress. Yeah. Um. All right, girlfriend, tell me about your compliment sandwich. So I guess we should just briefly describe now. Uh, how we handle this podcast. We don't, we don't give stars, um, because that's really, it's such a subjective, uh, rating, right? Everybody has their things and some people love things about books and other people hate those very same things. 
So instead of doing stars, um, we do something called a compliment sandwich where we talk about something we loved about the book and that's the top bun and then maybe something we didn't love so much about the book, which would be Mm -hmm. like the meat or the vegan option, if you will. And then a bottom bun, which is another positive thing so that we're ending on a good note. And then uh, our ratings are eggplants and hearts. So, dearest Ray, please tell me about your top bun. Well, since I know what yours are going to be, mm-hmm. I, do, I almost, I almost said Jax's tongue, mm. <laughs> but, mm. but then I'm like, no, no. Well, I'll, we are going to have to talk about Jackson's tongue. So. We will. Um, I'm actually going to go. Oh, hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say Charlotte. Cause oh, she's so fucking awesome. Because I know I know what yours are, so I'm trying to like think of other ones that are just as good. Because yours are really good. Um, but Charlotte Sorry, I stole is. Them. Um, you did. It's fine. But Charlotte is amazing because you expect her from the beginning to be like this fucking bitch comes in. She's absolutely gorgeous, mm-hmm. and she's stealing my guy. Mm-hmm. And it is complete opposite. Not it's that like, at all. Jackson, holy shit! Did you see Ray? You should go meet Ray. You have oh, to go God. meet Raquel. You love her. You uh-huh. love her. And it's just, and she's like, she's fucking gorgeous. Holy shit, she's beautiful. And then, so what happens? Let is me they, take your picture with her. Oh my God. <laughs> I was so embarrassed for him. Oh, uh-huh. in that moment. And so, and then so people start in town, start treating him, treating Raquel differently because she, they, they're all behind Charlotte because they know that she's had a rough time of it because her husband walked out on her Fucking and four fair. children. Um, mm-hmm. So what actually ends up happening is, um, hopefully he falls off a mountain. Hopefully he does. Um, is that they end up having to kind of, Play the um, played up as though um, Raquel and Jackson are just friends, and mm-hmm. that the three of them are just friends, mm-hmm. and um, which could have developed into a throuple situation, but did not. <laughs> when hat um, American Queen on the brain. <laughs> but what ends up happening is between what because they do this over, they pretend to be like really good friends. Because something happens, we don't want to give it away. Um, that Charlotte and um, and Ray end up becoming actual good friends because mm-hmm. Ray sends a number of times. I don't have anybody. She's yeah. got a mom who doesn't really loves her, but at a distance. And then mm-hmm. she has a father that she's never really known. Who's a yeah, and it doesn't really seem like her dad wants to know anything about her. So no, and so she's got no one. Also, and, fuck and, that guy. And so she talks about her life in Hollywood being like living in a pretty much like a prison almost because mm-hmm. of all the security that she has. So when she has a chance to actually spend time with Sienna and spend time with Charlotte, these real, I mean, Charlotte especially because she's, she's, she says she's just as awkward as she is. And you can tell that like there's parts of me that just love Charlotte because she was just like such a nerd, but like not a nerd. I think the, the word that I want to, it's just quirky, like an oddball, like very mm-hmm. odd. Like you could tell she's really cute and pretty, but she's just weird, like a little different, you know, marches to her own, beat her own drum. So love it. that's my Charlotte. My Charlotte's a pro. Charlotte really does grow on you. She does. Like at first I was like, I don't know, man. I don't, she seems not, um, 
how do I put this? Like, I don't want to, I don't know how to describe this in a way that like makes sense, but something that you had said before we started recording was like, they're clearly just not meshing as a couple. Oh, her and Jackson. Yeah. Well, she keeps putting it out there. Like there's just no chemistry. I think that's where it was coming. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. She keeps doing things to like get him to come over. I texted you at one point and I was like, so Jackson is an adorable idiot. Yes. Like, that's basically yes. what this boils down to. Yeah. Because it's like, it's short of her, like, uh, putting a line of candy up to her vagina. Yeah. And saying, come get it. Like, mm-hmm. he's not understanding he's everything not she's putting, it. the signs that she's putting out. And in, in fact, when they do, quote unquote, break up, which they don't really but they do she said i was actually gonna do this like i wasn't even gonna go you know to dinner before but yeah i thought what the hell because they're friends that's the thing is like they were good friends they've always been good friends and then they just decided to date because it's like i think it's one of those like the last two people who aren't who aren't together right um but right yeah so i and they get along and they get along and she's the only one of his friends that he hasn't slept with yeah, he has very few female friends that he has not already slept with. Yeah. You know, fair. Happens. Whatever. Happens. Yeah. So I saw I stepped all stepped all over your Charlotte comment. Sorry. No, you did not. You're fine. Um well my top one, as you may have guessed, is that Jackson gets his fucking redemption. Yup. Holla. I did not. I truly didn't think, even like chapters into the book, I was like, I still just don't think that I'm going to care as much for Jackson as I do for all of the other heroes that I've ever read from Penny Reed. Right. But as time went on, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, he's kind of, he is an adorable idiot. Yeah. And the more, the whole thing comes up with, with um, him and Ashley, because of course, like Ray is friends with Sienna. Mm-hmm. Ray is staying in Sienna and Jet's carriage house, which is like a um, a small house on the property because uh, the property where the Winston brothers lived is big. So she's staying in like their guest house, basically, mm-hmm. and that leads to a lot of conversations between her and Sienna, and even her and Jet, where. Um, she says to Jed at one point, uh, Sienna says that you don't really like Jackson. Like why? And Jet is kind of evasive about it. And he says, well, you know, I imagine she would say that I don't like him. And then he like reminds her that he should have. He's committed felonies, but yeah. never been. Yeah, he's been arrested been like twelve times. Like he's been arrested yeah. a ton of times, and Jackson has been the one to arrest him. Um, so there are conversations that happen like that, but then at one point they start talking about Ashley, and and that's one of the reasons that the Winston bro- one of the reasons that the Winston brothers don't typically like Jackson is that. Ashley and him had like some sort of friendship or something going on in high school. She, it is known, at least among like Jackson and Ashley, that they were each other's firsts. And then uh, what happens is that he has deeper feelings for her than she has for him. Mm -hmm. And she tells him that. 
and then he gets his feelings hurt and spreads rumors and talks shit about her. Which, of course, the Winston brothers are like, fuck you, Jackson. You know, I mean, it's understandable why you don't like Jackson. Yeah. But then you also hear his side of the story. And I don't mean to say that from a standpoint that he is, like, making excuses. He he literally He doesn't at all. He literally says... He says he learned something. I learned something. I got my feelings hurt. I was... I did not react well to it. And that is my mistake. He takes she did nothing wrong. He takes ownership of that shit. Yeah. And and feels like remorse about it. I mean, genuinely. And at the end of (coughs) of excuse me, Beauty and the Mustache, he apologizes. I mean, he and Ashley talk. And he's like, I you know, you and I have not I just we're cool. You know, like I'm sorry that I was shitty about that. And they they make amends and everything is fine between the two of them. And there's a part where, like, when they go out to dinner and and Ray ends up and that's when, like, the picture thing happens yeah. or whatever. But, like, Ashley's right there and Ray yeah. has, like, no idea that there was ever anything weird between them because the two of them have patched things up. And it's since then, it's been years since yeah. the two of them have patched things up. And they've been living in the same city for years again, you know? Yeah. Um, so I was like surprised at the at the maturity of Jackson, which mm-hmm. then helped redeem him. Also, he's like I forget there there was one point I texted you and I said I get like Jackson exhibits behaviors that are um how did I put this? Like Jackson exhibits behaviors and um, and mannerisms that are so, like, in tune with people. And these mm-hmm. are, like, things that women complain about. Like, cis-hetero women complain about their cis-hetero husbands. Yeah. At one point, I think it was, like, he, he sees people. He sees people and he notices them. Yeah. And this is, I think it's a point where Ray is talking to her dad. Or to mm-hmm. his dad mm-hmm. and the sheriff. And he's telling her, like, um, he learned how to peel apples quickly yeah. because his mom got arthritis and can't peel apples very well anymore. Yeah. And he learned how to do this because he noticed that so-and-so couldn't do this anymore. Yeah. And he learned how just things that, like, he, he sees he is, them. Yeah. And he notices this thing about them, and then he wants to help them get through that. And I was like, that's what wives complain about all the fucking time. It's like, I just want you to see that this is a thing. And I want you to do the thing so that I don't have to do the thing. Well, and I think I think he he's like that because he says a number of times, I have no inane talent. And I have no inane ability. And so I think that that's probably, he doesn't realize that either that is his inane ability or two, he's taken that on because he doesn't really have. He doesn't believe he has innate talents. Yeah. So that is his, and also part of it, I have to say, probably is because he is a police officer and police. Mm -hmm. And I, because my father does the same thing. He notices things that I would never notice. Sure. Like you're trained to. To, to notice, notice things, things. About, the littlest things about people. Mm-hmm. 
and just personality quirks or just think how things work or Mm -hmm. somebody's natural pattern of things. Yeah. So that's probably a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. But I really like that part too. I really did. Yeah. And I think he, she makes a comment like in her inner monologue or whatever at some point about um, even if she like let him down or broke up with him or whatever the circumstances would be that he would probably also check her tire pressure and change her oil. Yes. Like before. Yeah. Before he left and, <laughs> and bought her left. flowers and yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, because he's just the kind of person that cares about people. Yeah. And you see that right off the bat because the mm-hmm. book after the, um, uh, total, what is the, the prequel? It's just remember. folking around, I think. Yeah. Just folking around. Yeah. Oh, also the next book is folk around and find out, which I cannot fuck with that. That is a perfect title. Um, yes. But in the first chapter of the book, you see him uh, trying to chase down teenagers who were stealing pies. Yeah. And and, and doing it, like, he's not, like, he, he refuses to, like, handcuff them or anything like that. Or really, yeah. like, make them feel like a thief. He's not he's trying very to be patient tr- with them. He is. He is. Very patient. And even when someone starts recording him. Yes. He even goes up to the guy and it's like, hey, you know. I don't mind if you record me, but you're recording minors. So could you please just like stop? And the guy is like trying to goad him on. Yeah. And he's like, listen, Mm -hmm. I understand, but you're scaring the kids. Could you just please put the camera down? Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to rough anybody up. I'm I'm not trying to cause any problems. Can you please just stop recording the children? Right. And Ray makes a comment about how polite he is, like, at all times, even when he is being, like, um, I want to say forceful, because he's not, but um, well, they have that stern. Fight, that fight or that, like, bit of... They have, like, a, argu- a serious uh, argument at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's never rude. He's stern, but at yeah. no point is he impolite. His manners and his, the 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 dialogue he has... It's, like, sometimes so old-timey that I love it. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of the South so much because you do still have those good old boys who are, like, and not, I'm not, but th- there are, there is something to be said for a yes ma'am every so often is kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a line that is so fucking sexy. And he said he shook his head, tearing his gaze from mine and closing his eyes. God, but you are temptation. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I could imagine hearing it in that Southern twang and just being like, how could you not one come to like <laughs> throw all the legs over it at that every point leg and just grab his face and be like, I'll give you fucking temptation, bitch. Like, oh my God. Oh, is now a good time temptation. to talk about his tongue. Yes. Yes. So it's like a parent. It's sort uh, of folklore, if you may, um, about Jackson's tongue, which apparently is quite long. Um, Okay, so <laughs> sorry, I was gonna don't try die. To, I'm trying not to. Um, I'd only want to die with his tongue somewhere. Um, there you go. Ding uh, ding ding ding. <laughs> oh no, it's working. He gave sorry, me a quick Mom. flash of teeth. <laughs> Veronica's mom's birthday. There you go. Sorry, see? happy birthday. I'm gonna read some smut. Okay, I'm not really. It's not funny. Um, oh no, it's working. He gave me a quick flash of teeth. His voice pleasantly gruff. 
Let's see if this does something for you. And then, and please, if you are easily shocked, brace yourself. The man let loose his tongue, licking his own two scoops in a startling display of control skill. And with the longest tongue I've ever seen, all caps, ever, ever in my whole life. I grabbed his arm, turning completely towards him. Oh my God, I'd been mistaken. His smile wasn't a kraken. His tongue was the kraken. Holla. Let's just say, Chex and James loves going south of the border. He does. He does it a number of times in this book. Mm-hmm. And it is hot. I'm going to say, like, I sometimes, you know, oral sex parts in you know is is hot sometimes it's kind of like rote and just kind of like yeah get on with it right this was hot Uh Mm uh-huh this was hot and he clearly enjoys it he fucking loves it Mm -hmm. at one point he says to her something like god i've wanted to taste you for blah blah blah." i was like jesus sweet lord okay (laughs) sweet lord oh lord oh lord he coming oh lord oh lord he coming all over your face (laughs) this is daniel he comes all over your face (laughs) shout out to episode one (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah man yep cuddlingus mm-hmm Sorry, not sorry. No, not sorry. Nope. Anyway, uh, trust in Penny Reed. Yes. Jackson gets his redemption. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Like, by the end, I really liked Jackson. Really liked him. Yeah. And also, Cletus forms a friendship with him. Like, Cletus is friends with him. Yeah. Yeah, like, really good. For, I mean, he and, um, who is it takes him out? Jet, Jet. Jet, Jet. He and Jet. Jet take him out at one point. And they, like, have a, they have a come to Jesus with him. Mm-hmm. And, and the wisdom that these two guys have is kind of amazing. And the way. Two men looks, who are, like, happily married in long-term yeah. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love if all the Winstons were, were real people. Mm-hmm. I mean, there would be a long line of people, women wanting to be with them. Because they're just, like. All of them are what you want in a guy. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Cletus is the best. There. Yeah. Um, talk to me about your meat or tofu. Well, <clears throat> I was just thinking because I was remembering what actually my probe was going to be. But that's fine because what I'll do is I'll switch it. <clears throat> so if you would go first, I'll do my con because my con kind of slides into my pro. Like, like, like. It Jackson's slides into tongue. your DM. There you go. Um, so I, I was hoping, what I was expecting, and this could be an issue of like my expectations versus reality, Mm -hmm. but I was expecting the necessity of a bigger grand gesture because of course there's like the third act argument, right? Where like, you're wondering if this is going to work out to romance novels. So I guess we can kind of expect that it will. Yeah. But you wonder how it will work out. And I was expecting one thing to happen, and that thing did not happen. So I just, I kind of wanted a bigger grand gesture mm-hmm. from either party, perhaps. 
Yeah, because you and I talked about this earlier, and we both came to the conclusions like, honestly, the, either of them could have done it because I don't yeah. think either either of them were in the quote unquote wrong. Right. <clears throat> so I think it could have gone either way. Right. But I knew immediately, like during their argument, I knew immediately what was triggering both of them. Yes. Because you know both characters very well by then. That when that finally happens, she says a thing and I'm like, oh, that's going to be a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. And he says a thing and sh- and I was like, oh, that's going to be a fucking problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are things that just from their backgrounds and their belief systems and what they have. If we, if who we are is a sum of our experiences, these two things are clashing for them. And they have to either find a way to work through this or choose to part ways. And so right. I was just expecting just a bigger grand gesture from either one of them. Can I ask a question? Because now I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of Penny's are written in the two, part, two point of view narrative. Because <clears throat> I think most of the Winston brothers are. All of the Winston brothers are. Because we've talked about we talked about uh, friends without benefits, and that is not correct. None of the of the okay. So let's put it. There's Some only of, one that is dual perspective in the Knitting in the City series, and it's the final one. It's Dan, the okay. security man, and Cat. Okay. The rest of them are written That's from right. female only, except right. for the epilogue. That's right. Um, yes, <laughs> but the Winston brothers are because the Knitting in the City series was the first thing she wrote. Right. Now, the Winston Brothers series, that's all dual perspective the whole time. Right, um, which I think... Sorry, go ahead. No, I... Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, that's, I think, where... When you said we know both characters so well, and I think that's why, mm-hmm. because we do have both perspectives. Oh, and yeah. we can mm-hmm. see, you know, you know exactly where they're at in their journey, mental mm-hmm. journey, along in relationship, where they're at is how invested they are at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like you, like you said, you knew exactly from when they started the argument where, where they were going to land or what was triggering them. And yep. a totally a hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that's because you have the dual perspective. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so you, like I knew what the argument really deep down was about for both of them. Yeah. Regardless of whose perspective it was being told from at that time. Yeah. But I just, I was just expecting something bigger to bring them back to each other. That's all. Yeah. It was so great. I loved the book. Yeah. I'm not well, saying and, that, like, it, that would make me not want to read it. And your con leads to my con, which leads to my pro. So Okay. Like well, let's just here. go on that roller coaster then. So my con is very similar where I'm going to say this. And again, I won't be like, what? Is I could have used just a smidgen more angst. Just a little Ray bit more. asking for the angst. I know. It's like I've like, converted you. I know, right? Um, <clears throat> and I think I said this in in um, Sleepless in Sicily, too. Mm-hmm. I think yep. it's like, I needed just a little bit more. I needed, like, and, and I think with this, too, I just could have needed, I needed a little bit something more, like, she had to go back to, out to California, to Hollywood, and, or Harrison made more of a stink about the whole mm-hmm. thing, or even though it, that would be out of character for him. But, you know, something, just a little something that was, like, not high stakes. Yeah. Like, to the point where I was, you know, it was a car crash. But, like, right. enough that I was like, oh, my heart dips a little bit. 
you yeah. know, you know. <clears throat> to that extent, I would recommend Jet and Sienna's book because there's a little more angst in that. Okay. And Cletus plays a role. Oh, okay, Cletus is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's my con. It's just maybe a little bit more kind of, and the same thing with the grand gesture. I mean, that would then call for a grand gesture. But then again, yeah. at the same time, you gonna have to. She has to decide who's gonna do it. Right. You know. Right. And, and who does it? Like, who really does it? Right. Because like I think I think back to like boyfriend material when we again we wanted a bigger grand gesture. Mm-hmm. Right. And in that one, it was definitely like you could like we knew that. Um, Oliver, right? Oliver. Yeah, Oliver. Oliver needed to do something more. Yeah. Um, here, it's like, I don't know. I, I, unless something happened that was completely out of character for either right. of them, it would be tough to say that. So that leads into my other, my bottom bun, which is, this was such a low stakes read and I loved it. I loved yeah. I It was just, I could enjoy these two people falling in love. Mm-hmm. And it felt really natural, and it felt like when she tells him she loves him the first time, you're like, that seems like, it doesn't seem weird. If you're hung up on this person for five years, obviously they meant something to you, and they made a difference, and they made an impact in your life. Mm-hmm. So, um, Can I read that part? Oh, absolutely. Please okay. do. Because <clears throat> I did highlight that part, because I loved it. So much, because um, mm-hmm. I think it speaks to it, that part is told from her perspective, mm-hmm. and so and I think that it needed part, to be. yeah. And I feel like <clears throat> this is—I um, won't tell the circumstances under which it's happening, but it's like a pretty tense moment. Like what has led them to this moment? It's kind of intense. Um. So. She says, I tried swallowing. I couldn't. Jackson, oh no. I was going to tell him. I was going to say it. (laughs) Don't. Don't say it. No one loves you. He won't either. He won't. He lifted his hands like he was going to touch my arms, but then drew back at the last minute, instead wiping a palm over his face. I need some air. Will you please just give me back my boxers? Please. I'm in love with you. And her her inner monologue screams, ah, stop. But I couldn't stop. (laughs) Me too. Um, But I couldn't stop. Now that the words were out there and I was naked, bare dim, my feelings wanted to grab the baseball bat and knock down the wasp's nest. I'm in love with you. And it's okay if you don't feel the same. But I'm terrified that you don't. But it's okay if you don't. Because that would seem to fit with the scope of my feelings people have for me. So, again, it's totally fine if you don't. And I was like... That there was a moment, this is playing into my bottom pump, which I will just go ahead and say, which is Ray from fucking Cleveland. But the way that, like, Ray was so fucking relatable to me. Yeah. Even though, like, she's this fucking Hollywood starlet or whatever. But she, in the way that she's trying to, like, express herself, Penny had described her as the most oddball character she had ever written. I was like, am I that oddball that I didn't find her an oddball? Right. I mean, I was like, wait, is it just Cleveland? Like, is it just us? It might be. Actually, I hate to say it. It might be. I know. Like, there was one moment where she was like, oh. I was like, ah. I was like, that's that's just me, isn't it? Like, I just say things like that. Because, like, that rambling that she goes on where she's just like, it's okay if you don't. But also, it's, 
it's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Everything's fine. I was just like, is it just, is it just the Cleveland part of me? But, but how real she is in that moment where she's confessing that she's in love with him and is so terrified that he doesn't feel the same way, but she's desperate for him to know in that moment because of the circumstances. She's just so, she's terrified that she's about to say it and then she just fucking blurts it out and she knows she's about to say it before she says it. She just fucking (laughs) yells it to him basically. And then is terrified and is like frozen in terror. It's such a good moment. It's such a beautiful moment in the book. There, I and the way and it's you know usual normal Penny Reed hysterical fare where she has She's a so way of uh, her analogies and the metaphors she uses are so funny. Um, I wrote some of them down and like and Ray is funny. She's really funny. She's and really funny. She's really funny. And she and Jackson get each other. And mm-hmm. I think that's because um, he finds her and he says a number of times you're fun. I like, you're funny and you're fun and you're mm-hmm. smart. And I like being around. It's just easy being around you. Mm-hmm. And you as the reader find that same thing. Like there's nothing part of her, is like, even though she's this huge Hollywood megastar that like, she's one of those, those people you can be like, yeah, I could just totally go and hang out with her. And we can just, yes, I can pull a Charlotte and just be best friends with her. Yep. And you want to be best friends with her. Um, there was one line I did highlight because for many reasons, but this one, I decided if Deputy Dreamy, that's what she keeps calling him. Yes, Deputy agreed Dreamy. To my, I decided if Deputy Dreamy agreed to my proposition, I would ask him why he and Jethro didn't get along. They both seemed laid back and nice. My curiosity burned like the Duke did for Daphne. Yes! I have that highlighted too. <laughs> um, the other one that made me laugh too... Um, because she is, she, I mean, it's just, I can imagine, and now having watched that couple, that TikTok with Penny, was it TikTok or was it Insta? Where she's In, oh, reading? she was on an Instagram live. Oh my God, she's so yeah. funny. Like, she is funny. She, oh God. Um, so, <laughs> um, what about running for sheriff? People here need you, but, but what about that? Now she grabbed my hand, silencing me. Listen for just a minute and stop trying to gift the magi me, okay? Yes. I was like, that hit me so hard. I was like, and of course, he unfortunately he does not know what she's talking about. Right, but that's of okay because he's a he's a he's an adorable kid. idiot. He's a handsome idiot. Yeah. God, I mean, yes, he, she's really fucking funny, and really, he's funny too. Like yes. their banter is enjoyable. His is is a down home e sort of like um folksy folksy humor folksy right almost like it was intentional right mm-hmm. yeah um there was one moment let me see if i i need context um uh this would have been i think she's talking to sienna She's talking to Sienna about, like, why she's there. This is very shortly after they arrived. (laughs) After she's arrived in Green Valley. And she has seen Jackson. And now Sienna is taking her out. Because she arrives, like, unannounced. She just, like, shows up at Sienna's house. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's talking to Sienna about what has happened with her and Harrison. And she says to Sienna... Um... 
Sexual orientation is a spectrum, of course, but I think he prefers peen and pecs. And I get it. I prefer peen and pecs. What do I want with boobs and beavers? So many parts. So many holes. Why do we have so many hills and holes? Women are basically golf courses. I know that I need to. I laughed. My ass. I laughed so hard I went into a coughing fit. Like... multiple times yeah because ray is just great yeah and uh i think she and sienna i think are similar enough like ray is half cuban half italian i believe is Mm -hmm. how that breakdown is yes and sienna is i forget she's hispanic but i forget like from where yeah um Puerto Rico. She might be part Puerto Rico. I forget. I don't. I don't want to like mischaracterize her. You'd have to read book two to get it. But um, she definitely speaks Spanish and is Hispanic of some descent. Yeah. Um. Her name is Sienna Diaz. Is is her given name? Uh. Anyway. I. <laughs> Ray is just fucking hysterical, and I just. I was just surprised by. I was really expecting her to be. Off the wall oddball. Yeah, yeah. And then I read her because Penny had said in that Instagram live, Penny, I, I call her Penny as if like we're yeah. friends. Yeah. It's fine. So it, from her Instagram live, I was like expecting her to just be this ridiculous, this like super, super awkward character. And then right. I read her and I was like, or she's just a Clevelander. Yeah. Well, because I was thinking about it, like, because. I don't, well, you don't, I mean, we don't know. I mean, there could be a whole bunch of oddballs in, in Hollywood that. Sure. I mean, there could be, who knows? I, I don't know. I mean, um, I've heard Adam Driver's kind of weird. I mean. Probably. Yeah. I mean, to jump on that, you know. Not going to stop anyone from more, throwing a leg over yep. it. Yeah. Oh my God. I think you broke when I sent you that. Oh my God. Something broke. Um. <sighs> Probably a dam. Um. <laughs> the back but... <laughs> That also, Penny did say in that Instagram live that, like, maybe Ray is based on a real character who lives in Cleveland. Right. Yeah, no, we're, could be the farthest from polar opposites, except for being weird. I Um, mean, uh, the other Cleveland quote that I had, uh, Cleveland comes up a lot. Yeah. Like, being from Cleveland in general comes up quite a bit. Uh, At one point, she says... Uh, this must be from Jackson's perspective because it says she winced. It was adorable. And then she says, uh, see, I can't make, I can't say that. Jethro said it and it made sense when he said it, but I'm from Cleveland. We can't say pigs and shit because I'm pretty sure people start picturing stinky pigs in actual feces, but I can say you betcha and tough tomatoes and nobody bats an eye. And that's like the type of oddball that she is. But then of course I read it and I was like, that seems normal to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's, there's a couple other things where she's like trying to say something and she's so, she is kind of super awkward and you're like, is yeah, she just course. shy or, you know, and, but I think you were probably hitting the nail on the head and she's just from Cleveland. Right. Well, and you had said that she reminded you a little bit in that aspect of, um, 
fuck, what's her name from Sleepless in Seattle? Or Sleepless in Sicily. The main, the, her- oh, the heroine. Oh, um, oh, shoot, I can't remember her name. The heroine from Sleepless in Sicily, like having that, um, uh, the like social oh, the anxiety, anxiety yeah. aspect. Because well, we talked about that a little bit. It's the reason like I went into, you know, like that I feel comfortable acting is because it's something I can be not myself. Right. And so, and I think for Sienna, or sorry, so yeah, keep going, for Ray, it's the same thing, is that she became an actor because she doesn't have to be herself. Right. And she can be a character to the outward-facing public. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that helps quell the anxiety a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's just how you relate then to other people. It's right. just you're putting on a mask and you're putting on a show. Exactly. So, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Space there for a second. Yeah. COVID. <laughs> COVID. It's fine. We could just blame um, mine on the fact that I concussion at one point. Also, melon brain. Um, yeah. So, anyway, does that cover our sandwiches? I'm yes. hungry now, as per usual. I know. I wish I could eat then taste I know, food. I'm so sorry. It's okay. COVID. Like, you had one job. Yeah, it was called help me lose weight. Didn't. Did it? Fucking asshole. Well, of course. Then I'm also trying to eat everything to see what I can taste, and it should just be nothing stupid. Um, it's fine. Um, would you recommend this book? Of course I fucking would. <laughs> Trust Penny Reed. Just never doubt her. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Do you, how do you want to handle this? You want to go uh, take a break, come back with stunt casting and, um, and hearts and stars or hearts and stars. That's it. Hearts and bars. Stars and bars. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> that um, will never be brought up on this podcast. <laughs> stars and bars. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Unless we're reading a book about like, People who go beat up neo-Nazis or something. I don't know. Maybe we should take a break since I'm, like, starting a coffee. Yeah, let's do that. We'll We'll come back. back. We'll come back in two and two, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. We're back, guys. Sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Yes. Delicious Mm -hmm. dish. (laughs) So... Let's do some. Um, let's do some eggplants and hearts. You want to do that first? Let's do it. Let's do it. Sorry, guys. All right. So let's let's uh, let's hit up the hearts, the cocklers. <laughs> How many heart cockles would you give this book? Um. So I just went with like a middle of the road three because there's no grand like major grand gesture, but the way that. Like I said earlier, like the way that Jackson sees her and sees everyone, really. Like, it's just how he is. He he notices small things about people. Mm-hmm. Um, that, to me, is, is so romantic in nature that he is, um, is in tune with just seeing people, like who they are and what they need. Yeah. And just fulfilling that. Is, yeah. is so so sweet to me. I'm gonna say the exact same thing. It's a gradual, it's a gradual, because I think that they. It's not. I I think they're so start. They're so struck with each other on their first meeting that mm-hmm. it, you never get a dip to that. It's always a chemistry. So it's kind of like it just mm-hmm. builds and builds and builds. So it's not. It's not a sudden. Oh my God, I'm in love with this person. It's kind mm-hmm. of like, well, doy, <laughs> no doy. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna say three two. And also they, okay, we'll talk about this more with eggplants. Okay. Okay. What, hit me with the face. 
I am gonna say even though the there are some kind of lingus parts, I'm gonna say three. Cause it's not because four to me is like it's not it, there's a lot of sex. So in in my mind there would be like four would be a bunch of different sex scenes. Maybe not as explicit, but there's quite a bit. Here we wait a lot of the book for a sex mm-hmm. scene. And it's, it's, it's not kind very, of a slow burn in that it's sense. A slow, yeah. And it's not real explicit when they get there. Right. So, it's so, hot, but it's, it's hot. not like. Be- yeah. Because a lot of actually they, well, yeah. So I'm going to say three. Yeah. I also said three. Um, because while there are some extremely hot parts, they, I think they only have sex one time. Like they do, and, and, and my brain wants to say they kind of. It's kind of they don't. They, it's not the whole time. It's not the whole thing, is it? Is it a coup de gras? I'm try. I don't like. I'm trying to remember without like giving things away. Like it, they don't. They don't have sex that very first night they're together. Other things happen, no. but they, they don't s- have sex that first night yeah, they're together. They it's sex it's on the boat. a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like easily two thirds of the way through the book before they have sex. Yeah. Um, there's other things that happen. Oh yeah. But yeah. I mean, it was hot. It's just that it wasn't like. Right. It's not. It's not a. St- it's not a steamy book. That's what it's yeah. not. And yeah. you honestly don't really go into a Penny Reed expecting. No. No, that's not really her like mo. Her Although she, she certainly. She can do it. Yeah. The open elevator scene in uh, Friends of yeah. Pits. Well, I'm thinking of like beard science. Like they don't have sex till the very end. Sure. Yeah. So, um, and I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of, of the rugby player books too. They're not real explicit either. Now I gotta want to back and read those ones. I did like those. Um, I'm, I'm thinking like Jess and Dwayne at the end. Um. Yeah. Sierra and Jet toward the end. I mean, other stuff happens, but like it's toward the end. Um, you read Cleus and Jen. Mm-hmm. Bo and Shelly, though, they don't. Right. I mean, things happen that are super hot, and then they. that It's not as slow of a burn. Right. That's enemies to lovers, by the way, so of course. Yes. Um, and then I'm trying to think like. Then Roscoe and I forget her name, I forget the heroine's name. Um, that's a tough one because he's a virgin. Uh, God. And then, uh, Billy and Claire, Scarlet, that's like, that is the slowest of the slow burns. Yeah. But she's not, she's not an erotica writer. I mean, like, you don't like walk into a Penny Reed thinking, like, I'm expecting to get some ridiculously explicit scenes. Well, and you know, and I have to say, like, thinking back and thinking about all the offshoot writers, too, that have taken and written in her world, they have respected her enough that they are, and her style, is that they are not like that either. Like, I'm thinking of, again, sticking to the script where mm-hmm. we do get a sex scene, but it is towards the end and it is not explicit. Um, well, though, at the same time, like, I mean, I'm guessing that also because it, it, it's tough to... To me, it's tough to have a series and then have a male male series, male male, in the middle of all the MF, you know. Yeah. So, um, 
you're you're trying to because not all not all women who, who read romance novels want to read an mm so sure yeah. i think probably throwing in some hardcore um gay sex might throw somebody off a little bit i don't know me right. however the no. uh <laughs> the <laughs> grab the, the grab the lube moment exactly the might be a bit much for someone yeah, obligatory lube yeah i get it yeah so we're gonna move to the time that we all love to do and that's stunt casting. We need a we need a theme song for stunt casting. We really do. We really do. I'm yeah. sure we can find one. We'll find something. Yeah. Um. All right. So what we've been doing, which is super fun, is that we will tell each other what it is. We will just send each other the picture of the person via our chat, and then we mm-hmm. will divulge to you who it is. Mm-hmm. Who would you like to do first? Please do Jackson first, please. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited about my Jackson. I'm so excited. So I'm going to send you two pictures. Um, I'm so excited. I love this person a lot. I can't wait. I do enjoy intentionally leaving myself in the dark about this. Like, I don't look at your Pinterest board before I do I this. don't either. the second picture is like perfect Uh, perfect so good so good tell everyone who it is jensen eccles yes dean from supernatural why is he so pretty he's so pretty and he wears a suit so fucking well because all i can think about is jackson in the three-piece suit at the wedding this blue three-piece suit and jensen eccles because he doesn't have, like, in the picture that I picked, he's got a light mm-hmm. beard. Like, it's, it's like, growth, mm-hmm. outgrowth. And he wears this, and he's got a blue suit on. He just... He really... He's, he's wearing that suit. He's wearing... Is the suit wearing him, or is he wearing the suit? It's a good question. Oh, I mean, I'll show you this other one I was going to put on there, but I didn't. Because he's wearing another blue suit in this one. God, he's attractive. He's an attractive. He's easy on the ohos. And he is he and Jared Padalecki are both big into social causes. Like they have a they have one that they um support about uh suicide prevention. And uh, with Misha Collins who plays Castiel, he's he's big into he's huge into charity work and working with the homeless actually. So um I it's super sexy if you give back, guys. Yeah. Super sexy. Mm-hmm. I just sent you a pin. Of Jensen Eccles. Okay. <sighs> He's like, he just gets better looking too with age. Like, I don't even know, I know. if he was it's as not attra- fair. I don't know if he was even that attractive. I mean, he was attractive, but as attractive when he was younger. No, I don't. Th- I think you're right. He's just getting more attractive with age. It's kind he of is. annoying. I know. Yeah. And it seems Oh Jensen. my god, 16 hilarious images from Jensen Eccles' model- modeling career. Hold, are you, please. Are you sending it to me now? Yes, please. I am. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't oh. die. Oh my god, that first one reminds me of The Rock with his fanny pack. I know, right? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, please pin that. Um, uh, oh! Oh! <laughs> Cowboy living. Oh my goodness. Oh, that hair. He looks like he looks he's got JTT hair. He's got Jonathan Tabler Thomas hair. Yes, he does. I mean the nineties were a time. They were a tough time, guys. Tough time. We survived. Okay. A lot of Jenko jeans. Not unscathed, right? A lot of Jenko jeans. Yeah, like a lot happened. We all 
These a lot are, happened. These are these are a lot. These are a lot. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I'm excited just a about man this. and his horse. Ride it. Hmm, my pony. My, pony? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my saddles. <laughs> Wait. Oh Lord. I like the one labeled "So many questions." Uh, all right. So anyway, please pin that to your Pinterest board. Do you, you want to know? It's my heart. Mm-hmm. I want to know who you chose. All right, so I'm going to literally send you this bro's Instagram. Because you won't you won't be sad. Oh, this dude is a model, not necessarily an actor, and I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. His name is uh Josh Upshaw. Oh. Now listen. Oh, what is happening? I assume you got to the photo of him in uh, yes. small undies. Yes, his speedo. Yes, yes. his banana uh-huh. hammock. Yep. Yep. Uh huh. He looks like he's got a swimmer's body. Oh. Sure. I mean, I'm wet. <laughs> yep. Um. Oh. oh, him in the glasses and the underwear. Uh huh. He's real pretty. He's real pretty. Oh my god, real pretty. Um, what is this? What is this angel's name? Josh Upshaw. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, oh, he. I think models for Tom <laughs> Ford and uh, all other the underwear. Things. All the Some underwear. Underwear. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently likes nature. Hangs out with books. <sighs> he apparently is an underwear model. I'm looking at a lot of photos of him in his underwear. Oh. Um, hold, hold please. There is a cat fight happening. Oh, a literal cat fight? Oh, I hear it. Okay. <laughs> it's pissing Luna off because she can't get in there and take control. I'm so sorry, Luna. So, um, oh. Um, give me one second. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Can we pause for a second? Yeah, I'm going to stare at Josh Upshaw. Okay, you do that. If you're playing the drinking game that goes with our podcast, you'd have a, you'd have a couple shots by now. You know, as uh, animals distracting as. Fuck! I just got to him in a suit on his Instagram. Where's that? At? <laughs> oh, I got. To. Oh, you got it. I got it. Jesus, dude! First of all, I love the name Josh. It's basic as fuck, but I don't care. Oh. Uh. I love the Italian Josh, Josh away. Oh, God. Oh, he looks a little, a little bit like, a little bit like um, John, um, oh, what's his name? Yeah, um, the the comedian, tall guy. What's his name? John, John, uh, mom. I don't know, but I just got to this one and I can't, I don't have words anymore. Are you sending it to me? Or? Yeah, I already sent it to you. <sighs> Is he eating a cherry pie? I don't care. Just I, mean, so I, I just think it's funny. Is he eating a cherry pie? <sighs> Probably. Oh, so is I it him and a baby? Tear myself. No, it's not his baby. Okay. Wait, what? There's a him and a baby? Yeah, Are you waiting a, for my ovaries to explode? Yeah, I know. It's a little Fuck. tiny baby, too. It's like, he looks Shit. like a monster. He looks like a giant. Where? Where? <laughs> 
I don't know how far down. It's like towards the bottom of the page, like the bottom of his page. Damn it. You cannot give hot boys babies. It's not fair. He's he's with dogs in another picture, too. Jesus Christ. I know. I've seen the dog picture. You fucking asshole. It's not fair. Oh, my God. Oh, you see one of the ones with him with long hair? He's far too pretty. His hair is far too pretty. Oh my god, him with a baby. God damn it! Oh, there's a cute dog. Um, Yeah, he's he is um, very good looking. Yeah. So anyway, that's my Jackson. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I get it. Got it. I get it. I I got it. I got Mm -hmm. it. Okay. So I'm gonna go. Fuck. Okay, I'm gonna while you're doing that, I'm gonna go to my Ray. So I sent you one more goddamn. <laughs> all right, let me. Um... Sorry to all of you. Please just go to his Instagram account. It's underscore Josh Upshaw. You're welcome. Slash. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Be curious, not judgmental. Yes, exactly. Be curious, not judgmental. Oh, goddamn, she's pretty. She is, if you put in a Cuban, Cubano actresses, mm-hmm. she comes up. Her name's Annabella Costa. Um, she's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I was trying to get like a big bombshell, like somebody who is like, if you saw her, your breath would be taken. And that's mm-hmm. what I imagine. I imagine Ray is that like one of those women who's like, holy God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's very pretty. Yeah. Um, looking at like what she's been in because I don't think oh she was in Chicago she, PD for a while. Yeah, and she's a, like she's forty one now, but I mean, I mean we're just what? Extreme. No. Yeah. No, super- she's not. She's two years younger than me. Oh, I thought she was. Maybe I'm looking. I'm thinking of somebody else. Nineteen eighty seven. Okay, because I was thinking. Okay, all right. Because there was somebody. I'm else looking, I was looking at her at. IMDb. God damn it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at somebody else, so I think I, I might have gotten confused. Um, um, FYI, I have a an advertisement on IMDb for Paw Patrol, so I, don't I know have if, that too. Oh, yeah. do you? Okay, I didn't yeah. know if it was just because Paw I have Patrol. a toddler. No, nope. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, be there on the double. I could probably sing the whole fucking thing at this point. Oh, there is a joke in Ted, Ted Lasso. There's there's a joke in Ted Lasso this week where <laughs> Phoebe is at Roy Roy's house or at uh, Phoebe's house, and she's all upset, and Roy goes. <laughs> Are you upset? Did one of the Paw Patrol die? <laughs> oh my god! I do have to say, although I because I, I bring up Ted Lasso a lot, I was really kind of sad warranted. because if you all know me, which I, at this point in our in our journey together, I would assume mm-hmm. that you know me quite well, listener. Eighteen or so episodes in, yeah, war. Um, all the PS PS P two S's, uh, whatever. Um, is that I love MST three K, and I love Rift Tracks. And Rift Tracks was always coming up with the new ones, and I was listen- I got their one of the r- roast latest ones, and I was kind of sad because they made this joke like all these people were running away, and Mike goes, "This is how I am when somebody kinds of tell- tries to tell me to the what is it to to um wax poetic about Ted Lasso," and I was like, "Oh, oh, be me." Show is amazing. Yeah, but I'm like, it's okay. I forgive you, Mike. Anywho, who is your Ray? Um. Okay, so let me send you. 
I'm not going to lie to you. I cannot remember anything that this woman has been in. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter, though, because when I Googled uh, Cuban actresses, this is what came up. And she's fucking gorgeous, so it doesn't matter. Um, I can IMDb things that she has been in. Um, her name is uh, Janine Mason. <gasps> Wait. Holy crap. Wait. Wait, tell me what she's been in because I think I know what she's been in because I think it's been, I think it's Lucifer. Shut up, really? Hang on, I'm opening her IMDb right now. Um, so she has been. Oh, she was on Grey's Anatomy. That's where I know her from. I know her from Grey's Anatomy. Um, for, oh, no, she was is... on for a while. Uh, she played Doctor Sam Bellow. No, uh, it's not. It's not the same woman. I'm going to show you the other woman. You'd be like, oh my god, it's the same woman. So keep talking. Okay. Um, she was also on Criminal Minds for an episode, um, NCIS for an episode. Regardless, I know her from Grey's Anatomy. That's why she looks so familiar. Um, when was that? I don't know what season it was. It all blends together. 2008, or I'm sorry, 2018 was when she was on the show she was on for about 12 episodes she was around for a while uh yeah so anyway she's i think she was born oh she was born and raised in miami florida but i mean there's a major cuban population there yeah she from what i read about her she is of cuban descent she's fucking beautiful she is gorgeous uh hang on i'm looking at that thing you just sent me Okay, I can see it. Yeah. That's who I, I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Okay. No. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's very pretty. In the interest of full disclosure, it's like a proven fact that people of different races have a harder time identifying cross race. That's like across every single race. Meaning that like even Cuban people would have a hard time like in a lineup identifying yeah. white people versus like white people identifying Cubans yeah. or black people or it, that's a fact across all races. I mean, these two are really similar. These two. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just similar. saying, like, that's just a thing. No, like, I it's... was not trying to be racist. <laughs> no, I don't think you are. I'm just saying, like, that's something that I keep in mind. Yeah. That I keep in my mind that as a white person, it will be yeah. harder for me to, like, identify people of a different race because of a a legitimate bias in my brain in the same way that other people also experience it. It just, it is what it is. It's not scientifically proven that that's a thing. Yeah. Hey guys, next month is, uh, uh National <laughs> Hispanic month. I thought I threw that out there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we will be celebrating. So we will, we are choosing a book specifically Written by a Latinx author. So yes. I'm pretty excited about it. I am too. <coughs> Do you have any more? No, that's that's all I did. I know you chose a Charlotte though. I and chose I a want Charlotte. To hear it. I don't I think I think you like this person. I don't I was obsessed with this person. I still am very obsessed with this person. At one point I was dressing like her. I used to do my hair like her. Oh my god, she's so fucking awesome. Zoe, Zoe Deschanel. I have her as a Charlotte. I picked her as my Charlotte. And now after reading the um, 
epilogue or the uh, the um, sneak the peek of the next book. The yeah, next I, I'm fine. It's gonna be fine. I know that Charlotte's got red hair now, which everyone has red hair, but me obviously. Um, and and green eyes, but that's fine. It's Zoe Deschanel. For God's sakes, she can do whatever she wants because she's quirky and cute and nice and fun, and I would want to be her friend. I also loved Zoe Deschanel like so much, so much. I mean, her yeah. in New Girl is like the the two things that I love her the most in are New Girl and that shitty movie with Matthew McConaughey and uh, the woman from Sex and the City. What's her name? Married to Matthew Broderick. Oh, Sarah Jessica. Sarah Parker. Jessica Parker. Yeah. Uh, failure to launch. That's isn't that Kate Winslet or Kate? Um, oh no, that's How to Lose a t- Guy. In, I forget all the. That's How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, and that's that a is movie too. Um, Goldie Hawn's daughter, Kate, yeah, Kate Hudson. Hudson, piece of fucking piece of shit. Anywho, wow. I think you and I talked about that how feelings. Said, well, how she said she, the laziest thing she ever done ever did was have a C section. Go fuck yourself. Okay, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you. Fuck you. Major and surgery. Yeah. Literally major surgery. Laziest thing she's ever done. Laziest thing. No. Eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. Oh, you know what? There is one thing that I did. I did the, do this week that I enjoyed. Um, I I watched Suicide Squad, the new Suicide Squad. Oh, was it good? It was very good. I very much enjoyed it. it I was really like, like Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Like, she has in clothes general. on the whole time. Because. Wasn't it directed by a woman? I feel like we talked about this. Um, I may have been wrong about it, though. No, no, it's 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 a uh, it's a uh, gun. It's um, James James Gunn. Right, right. Who right, I right. love. I love James Gunn. I know he's had some things in the past. Also, that are not um, great, but Idris Elba. He's available. fantastic in it. John Cena is the one of the best parts of it, though. He's John Cena so is funny. fucking hysterical. It's very funny. I have to say, it's really gory. Holy shit, is it gory? Um, but it's rated R, so, um, and it just, like, if you did not like the first Suicide Squad, which I think we've talked about on this, Mm -hmm. because for one, let's, let's put fucking Harley Quinn in some clothes, please. Thank you very Mm much. Um, there's, there are two female lead characters and they're, it's Harley Quinn and this rat catcher, rat catcher two, actually. And they're so good. They're such good characters that just like, okay, I, I get it. Like it's hundred Two thumbs up, hundred percent. Redemption of Harley Quinn. Tell my husband because I know he was kind of excited about it um, because he hated the first one. So yeah, um, yeah. There's no just random. Everybody who gets introduced gets their own theme song. Yeah, no. Um, and Sylvester Stallone plays the voice of King Shark, which is a giant shark man who wears um, board shorts um so you can use that hbo login i gave you and watch it for free on hbo thank you you're welcome thank you and watch it in the heights while you're at it okay i'm still kind of annoyed that's on hbo max and not disney plus i mean i'll watch it i'm not saying i won't just saying hamilton was on disney plus well i think it's because is there more like explicit um, not so much that. I think it's depending on on the, on the rights of the the production company, because it wasn't actually necessarily a Disney production. But at the same time, um, because also, um, I didn't have to pay for In the Heights or, um, Suicide Squad, because it was 
like if I'd gone to the movie theater and seen it, then I would have paid but for HBO. But at the same time, I paid thirty dollars, guys, thirty dollars to watch Jungle Cruise on Disney, and I watched I paid twenty dollars to watch Mulan. Yep. Guess what? Thirty dollars is more than I'd pay if I went to the to the movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it, so I'm not going to, you know, it's whatever. That's the Emily Blunt, The Rock movie? Mm-hmm. They have, like, serious fucking chemistry. It's crazy I chemistry. Saw, I saw a video of, it was like a compilation of the two of them in interviews. It was fucking hysterical. They have, like, crazy-ass chemistry. It's hysterical. Like I, I love was... both of them separately as humans. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and then also, Jack... I want to try the tequila that he, it's like his brand of tequila or whatever. Mm. I want, I want to, like, drink it off of him. 10 out of 10. Would, would recommend. Do. I mean, <laughs> happily married, you guys. Yep. Happily married. All right, lady. Let's do some recommendations and then yeah, shall let we? these and people let these, go. And let these poor humans go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So hit me with a book in the face. Very um, hard. Okay. Uh, I, I don't want to hit, maybe just hit you in the back, like. Hit me in the thigh. <laughs> okay. I was, I was aiming for like COVID relief, like hit you hit in the me back. Hit butt like, with a book. All right, fine. There's a lot of padding back there, but. Same on my end. That's what she said. Okay. So, um, I, <laughs> I was hoping you'd spit out your wine there. All right. So. I have been, it's, we haven't done recommendations in so long. There was a while where you and I were like cramming in episodes where everything, almost everything I read was for the podcast. Uh, However, it's been almost a month since we've recorded and therefore I've read a lot of shit Mm -hmm. and it was like hard for me to narrow it down. The one that I ended up choosing was because it was a surprise to me that I liked it. Mm -hmm. Again... Listen, listener. Listen, open your fucking ears. Open it. God, that's still one of my favorite moments from this fucking podcast is in the first episode when you went, open your fucking ears is still (laughs) one of my favorites. Um, Open your ear holes. Open your ear holes. Uh, Seriously, at the beginning of the fucking summer, I downloaded the Beach Reads box set. Which is like, I don't know, 10 How many or books 12. Are, oh, so yeah, like 10 or 12 books. Wow. Yeah. For free for in Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. I am still working my way through it because I, you know, got sidetracked with books for the podcast, but also. Well, and they're regular then, length novels. Yes, they are. Yeah. And I also would, I'd read like, you know how they roll. It'd be like the first book excuse me in a series and then i'd want to like finish the series right so then i would like go off away from the box set but um before i had read like one or two max monroe's like we had read single dad seeks juliet Juliet, which is episode four 10 out of 10 recommend that book that book is so fucking good uh so i was like all right i'll you know max monroe comes up whatever i get tired of billionaire romances i was because... just gonna, i was literally it's on the tip of my tongue going ladies can we just not write about a billionaire for about two seconds i know and it's really on trend right now and it, it frustrates me because in order to be a billionaire like it's so fucking rare to become a billionaire i mean right. i think a lot of people don't realize how difficult it is to become a billionaire uh and how long it takes and how 
other things that maybe we don't want to get into here. Well, also However, capitalism. Let's just capitalism. Not. Like it's yeah. it's a thing. So I was kind of like, I don't know, I'm gonna be into this. Like whatever. Um, I read it and was very surprised at how much I enjoyed it. It's called Tapping the Billionaire by Max Monroe. Um, the hero, of course, is a billionaire. His name is Klein. I very much grew to love him. The heroine, her name is Georgia. Her friend calls her uh, Horgy, like Georgie is in Horgy. Yeah. And it's a joke because Georgia is a virgin. Ha, nice. Now, that's not like a trope. That's also that I... not like one of your favorite things either. No, it's not. Yeah. But it's quite amusing. Uh, it's very funny. This is the book that I was telling you. Yes, it's kind of stolen from yeah. Hitch, where like this moment happens where they go on their first like actual date together, and she has an allergic reaction on this date that is very unexpected. Like it's it's kind of a random allergy, uh-huh. and so she ends up having this fucking ridiculous allergic reaction. And drinks a ton of Benadryl and then is fucking high as shit off of Benadryl. <laughs> and it is, I mean, I laughed my ass off through this entire Benadryl scene. Um, but because of his reactions to it, but also because of her internal monologue during it, mm-hmm. it is fucking brilliant. That entire Benadryl scene. And then... He calls her Benny after that. <laughs> That's like her nickname after that is Benny. Nice. And so then it's a series. So there's like two more in the series, but then there's like novellas in between each mm-hmm. of them. And they keep reappearing. Like Klein and Georgia Aww. keep reappearing. It is very cute. Um, I was just surprised, which is why I am putting it on there. Because I get tired of the billionaire trope, but this one, this one I think is worth it. Um, I didn't love the rest of the series, I think, because, of course, then I fucking read the rest of the series. I, I might not even finish the last novella because I'm kind of annoyed about it. Um, the second one was okay. It was funny mm-hmm. because both the hero and the heroine are pranksters. Oh, And yeah, so yeah. their relationship, like, starts out as them trying to, like, one-up each other mm-hmm. and, like try to get the other one to break and it's pretty fucking funny um but then like after that i get annoyed with them like in the novella afterward i'm i'm irritated with them also there's a surprise baby trope which you know i hate that shit Mm -hmm. um but then the third one was a little better for me but they're all billionaires like they're it's called like the billionaire bad boy collection and i'm like how Likely is it that there are three fucking billionaires that are all... And they're not huge douchebags. Right. Now, the one kind of is, but he does love his wife very much. Uh, Regardless, Tapping the Billionaire is the first in that series, and I would recommend it. Coolio. Yeah. What about you? I've got two. One's going to be real quick, just because if I encourage you to go read my review of it, but I'm going to recommend The Wildest Ride by Marcella Mm. Bell. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. uh, I had a little tete-en-tete with her on Instagram, and she's lovely. So Mm -hmm. I will recommend, I will read other things by her. I enjoyed her very much. Um, And I'm just pointing this out because it's part of the book, and I talk about it in the review. Um, 
<clears throat> that is an unconventional conventional um, couple in general because there it's the rodeo which I would never be like yeah I'm gonna read a Romeo novel ro- rodeo no- romance novel um, <laughs> but it's rodeo in like Oklahoma and both of your hero and heroine are both uh, biracial um, she's um, Native American and African American and he nice. is um, Latin and, and African American so cool. you but her writing, and I mentioned this in the review, is so credible and re- realistic that, or that's not the word I'm looking for. You you go into it and you're so lulled into it. At some point, I don't think I wrote this, but at some point I completely forgot that because, it, like, no one treats them differently except for a different, you know, like not drift differently, but like they don't, you don't, and I think she does this on purpose, that there's not, there's this stark there's there's no instances where it's referenced that they are uh, a person of color until okay. they they inter and they, they inter you know um inter, like inner um encounter horrible racism and you're like holy oh. shit so it's like that stark contrast and I think Got so it? I think she wrote that in per like, on purpose okay. like I said I forgot at some point that they were people of color and and I'm not meaning that in a bad way I'm just meaning it's like it's just not referenced. Yeah. Until you get to that point, you're like, holy shit, because she uses... And why she, would it be if you are a person of color? Like, correct. This is and she your... is a person of color. So the right. writer, author is. So, okay. Makes sense. So it makes sense. And mm-hmm. um, so not where I was not... It was not one that I would normally just be like, yeah, I want to read a, you know, a rodeo romance. Because I'm not... That's not usually... I'm not a big cowboy thing. Cowboy romance novel, you know, novel reader either. Um, but I was charmed by it. I thought it was very good. And it was... Um, very well researched. So either she is into rodeo herself, or she's like likes that whole thing because it's very, I very detailed. I I was exciting. I actually enjoyed reading, like reading the parts about the rodeo. So the wildest ride. I really I recommend it. Um, nice. The one that um, <clears throat> I did not write a review for. I started reading some Sarah McLean, um, who um, we follow on uh, Insta, and then her. Um, her best friend and she have a podcast called Faded Mates Podcast. Oh, fine. Um, and, um, but the one I'm going to re-recommend is 10 Ways to Be Adored When Landing a Lord. Um, it follows, like, kind of like the Tessa Dare, Lisa Claypaw, Amanda Quick. We got a strong lady up in this piece. Strong Hell lady. yes. She's got her Minerva house, which is what yes. she does is she takes in strays pretty much like takes in women shelters women that's not minerva who is that it's uh i forget her name minerva is the scientist no that's what she calls her house that's what she calls her house yeah they call it minerva's house okay all right yeah fair yeah um and so so this lord uh, uh, saint nicholas saint john um (laughs) What happens Nicholas is, is Saint John. John. Uh-huh. <coughs> Nick. <laughs> um, so it's another one of those books where, which I, this is one I want reasons I love Tessa Dare. Probably more than, for certain things I love Tessa Dare a little bit more than Lisa Claybaz. I don't know. Sometimes they're like right on, like at the same level, just for how the, the men are written. Because the men yeah. in those books it's like insta love for them. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot of times is the man trying to convince the lady you're going to marry me. We need to get married because I love you. And it's usually the men saying it first. I love that stuff. And this book, 
ha- follow that same trope. Like he's he's pretty he is infatuated with her on like from Jump Street. So from Jump Street. From Jump because he's in town looking for this duke who's the second book, his sister who has run away. Well, she's run away to Minerva House because she's pregnant. So she's being hidden. And so he goes out to this house because, um, needless to say, she, he ends up at the house. And he starts to notice that all of the servants are women, but they're dressed as men because they're in hiding. Oh, okay. So quite quickly, within days, he's like, we're totes getting married. So, yeah, it's very, it's, I very much enjoyed it. It was very female empowerment. Uh, I also like, I I clicked on the link. The first book in the series is called Nine Rules to Break When Romancing a Rake. The next one is Ten Ways to Be Adored When Landing a Lord. And then the third one is Eleven Scandals to Start to Win a Duke's Heart. So you go 9, 10, 11. That's cute. I like that. Love by Numbers. Yep. Love by Numbers book two. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So, podcast recommendations. Yeah, um, I see. You I have, have one. I do have one. Um, this is a podcast that I've heard about before. That I think um, I believe I've heard about this, and then someone else recommended it to me in the last week or so, which is why I put it on here. Now, I think I've recommended Why Mommy Drinks in the past, mm-hmm. and I think that this host of this podcast I'm recommending today was a guest on Why Mommy Drinks. Mm. Uh, okay, so the host of the podcast, her name is Nora McInerney, if I'm pronouncing mm. that correctly. Mm-hmm. And the podcast is called Terrible. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, this was specifically recommended for me by a friend who I've known since I was 18 years old in college. Uh, she re- She recommended a very specific episode for me. Because she, th- she thought that I would relate to it. And I have started listening to it and then had to stop because I just had stuff going on and I couldn't pay enough attention to it. Mm-hmm. I won't go into it because I just it's just not worth it. But uh, I have heard of this podcast before. It's basically... Um, <sighs> honest answers to the question, how are you? It's not like just saying, I'm fine, everything's fine. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. It's people being like, I'm pretty fucking terrible. Thanks for asking about it. Um, The Atlantic describes it as the show continuously, unapologetically, ferociously plows into subjects most people are too uncomfortable to touch. And that's, I would say that's pretty accurate. Uh, But anyway, I I recommend it. Is it trigger. It can be. It can be. I mean, it can be, but also, like, you're talking about serious topics. Got it. You know, Mm -hmm. so, like, um, let's see here. The most recent one is actually called Shitty First Drafts. Um, And it says, today we're chatting with Anne Lamott about her latest book, Dusk Dawn. Dusk, Night, Dawn, which explores how we see ourselves in the context of seriously dark moments. You can buy ants, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, people, one of the most recent ones says adoption is viewed often as a happy ending, and sometimes it is, but for 
this person on the podcast, her experiences uh, as a child in the foster care system and later Mm -hmm. as a transracial adoptee were and still are much more complicated than that. So, like, there are moments of levity, but it's, it, I mean, the show continuously, unapologetically, ferociously plows into subjects that most people are too uncomfortable to touch. So, So, yeah, so there's some heaviness to it. However, within that heaviness... I found levity because some I could relate to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like any like any time you're talking about something that is hard for you or weighs heavily upon you, you can find I find that there is some levity in that because it allows you to relate to someone mm-hmm. and helps lift some of that burden for you. Yeah. 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 So that's what I recommend this week. What about you? I was going to go one way, but then now you're talking about advice. Perfect. I thought. Terrible. Thanks for asking. Yeah. I'm going to go a different way with advice, but a comedy spin. Oh, good. So I'm choosing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is an advice cast for the modern era (laughs) featuring three real brothers, um, Justin, Travis and Griffin McElroy. And what they do, they've been on forever, years and years. And I go in between, like, sometimes I'll listen to it, and then I'll go away for even sure. years, come back and listen to it. Because it's not one of those ones you need to listen to, like, and get, but you can catch up on old episodes. Because what they used to do, and I think it's the same, um, the last one I listened to, they were still doing it, is they go and <laughs> they, they look up questions on, like, Yahoo Answers, and they'll read the... <laughs> questions and then they'll answer it yes. they'll give their answers and some of them and they'll read them verbatim them uh, verbatim of how they're written yes. so it's pretty amazing because it's like i i can't i remember one was like um i'm pregnant how <laughs> or like once like can i get pregnant from a from a toilet seat and things like that and it's like and they take bad spelling into effect too <laughs> oh it's hysterical and um but then they also do um at one point you can they did have people writing in questions and they of course it's all smart ass answers because the three of them are comedians so or they're comic you know they're satirical writers or um in general but if i remember correctly i think that they made a play so much that they got into i want to say the hobbit movie um they oh they're fuck i can't remember but like there was like a petition online getting them into a movie and i want to say oh god it was like trolls or something like that where they voice trolls or whatever but it's very funny and it's part of the um oh the network the podcast network with them um oh maximum fun the one that's oh, got yeah, um, yeah, yeah. jordan and jesse go mm-hmm mm-hmm so awesome blossom well we should probably talk about what was coming up and then let these people go yeah probably so coming up next i believe we are going to do with beach read beach read because our buddy emma jackson yes Mm -hmm. our bff forever um recommended it so beach Mm -hmm. read by emily henry we figured it'll be the last gasp of summer yep. that we'll enjoy together 
The last the hurrah podcast. of summer. Yes. 2021. Um, yes. And then also yes. fuck you 2021. And then I believe, okay, so actually coming up directly next is the Pride and Prejudice musical. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Beach that'll Reed. be our page to screen. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we're going to find something to celebrate, uh, a page to screen. We're going to celebrate um, history, uh, national history, his, Hispanic history, oh, national Hispanic <laughs> heritage month. Mm-hmm. And um, so it'll be, it'll probably be something in that theme. And uh, we're, I'm hoping for a telenovela. Um, and then we're going to read A Lot Like Adios by... Ooh, I forget her name. Shit. Um, by Alexis Daria. Yes. It has been, like, all over the Insta, so I'm very stoked mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that is what's coming yeah, up. Yeah, and, and that comes out, like, in September. Yes, so, so we're going to be, it's going to be, like, We'll be right after it comes out. It, right. That episode will, will release on uh, September 21st. Yeah, and it comes out the 14th. Yeah, so, so very shortly afterwards. Exciting things happening, coming up. So exciting. So exciting, guys. Oh my gosh. Um, and then apparently we enter spooky season, which I don't <gasps> understand. So like, I don't excited. understand how we are already planning October. I mean, I've started watching horror movies. That's fine. I'm not yeah. saying there's I'm anything wrong with that. Time. I'm just saying I'm I don't understand. Person. Time is, is it's meaningless. a flat circle. A flat circle. So I don't quite understand how you and I have been doing this podcast for nine months. We've had a podcast baby. We have had a podcast baby. And that baby is unfortunately useless because babies don't do a fucking thing except for whine and cry. And poop. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes, but I will be doing some research on to what spooky spooky romance novels we can read. I'm pretty excited. The only spooky romance novels that I can think of like outside of paranormal Mm -hmm. are like novellas. Yeah. You know, like it's Halloween novellas. But yeah, I'll find something where somebody fucks a ghost. It's fine. Oh, we, I mean, we already went through, uh, what was that Nicholas Sparks book? Oh, fuck yeah. Safe Haven. <laughs> Safe Haven. Could Safe be Haven. Ghost? 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 No ghost. No ghost. Not a ghost? Yes, a ghost. Yes, ghost. No? Ghost. Uh, so yeah. yeah, we'll, we'll look for some stuff, but, um. That was a ghost sex cheerleader, though. She was wanting them to She really was. Bad. She was trying to hook them up pretty hard. Yeah, I was like, That's what she said. Calm your tits, okay? Let yeah. them. And which then there was no fucking tits. So there you go. Um, there you go. Yeah, so that's what's coming up, guys. So to find us. Oh my gosh. Where um, can they find us, Ray? Well, they can go to our podcast. Our podcast. My God. You can go to podcast. our website. <laughs> um, uh, chicklitbookclubpodcast.com. Our Twitter is at chicklitpodcast. Our TikTok is at chicklitbookclub. Our Pinterest is at Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Our email is chicklitbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is chicklitbookclubpodcast. Do you see a trend? Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube is just, you know, follow the link. Facebook, we do have a Facebook page. Search us out. We have a group that I've done nothing with right now. It is Throw a Leg Over Your Book Boyfriends. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we do have a Patreon. If you love us so much that you would like to support us maybe buy luna some dog treats and buy bucky some dog treats he needs mm-hmm. yeah so yeah um yeah there there's a link to support us on our patreon thank you in advance yes um yeah so that's safe pretty much safe, safe light, light replace. repair safe, safe light, light replace, replace. 
Um, sponsor us. Um, I'm going to get us those sweet cycle jackets or cycle cycle shirts um, that have safe awesome. on them. Yeah. As long as I have um, a pocket so I can like put my phone in there. Oh my God. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I could be a total douchebag when mm-hmm. I'm riding my bike. Yeah. I'm going to put, I don't have AirPods. I feel like I would just lose them. Oh, I but, would in a heartbeat. Yep. So I'm fine with the headphones that just plug in. Yeah. Um, but I have those, so I'll just plug those in and I'll listen to podcasts. I actually like to listen to podcasts when I run. I won't be running for a while, so... I know, darling. I love It's you. okay. I love you, too. Tam- I will drop anything you need off at your house. Thank you. I need Tom Ellis. Can you do that? Shit. He's All right, I'll work on it. I'll start, okay? Okay. Fuck. What is you? What do you... What's your deepest desire? You, God damn you. it. One of these episodes, I'm going to, because I'm working through Lucifer, guys. One of these episodes, he's going to say, what is your deepest desire? And somebody's going to be like, fucking you, dude. You, you bro. Here, right you. now. Do it. Do it to it. And he'd be like, okay. Do you have a long tongue? I don't know. I mean, he is the devil. I'm sure he can make it work if he wanted to. Do you think it's forked? <laughs> it <was> a... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so so sorry. So I did say I'm very glad that the BuzzFeed vibrator showed up when the sixth season of Lucifer is coming out. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, do you think Ray could just orgasm the demon out of her? Don't try. I haven't it's, tried. Maybe I'll try. It is worth a shot. I'm just yep. throwing it out there. It releases it's like, it's, the good hormones. Yeah, it's like the exorcist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. It, like, gets this, that, uh, this body's clean. Ugh. I mean... Go just... to the light, child. Go to the light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys yeah. remember that? Yeah. I do. Zelda I was Gold. the only person I know who was not scared of the exorcist. The oh, only person. Th- that was poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Which I still to this day say is, is this very is a is a frightening movie. I enjoy it a lot. Anywho, because that's Zelda Rubenstein, R.I.P.D. Um, all right, guys, how do we sign off of this fucking thing, man? Um, in the most obnoxious way possible. Yes, we do, sweetheart. Yes, we do. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die. I am not finding another co host, Jesus Christ. I will haunt you. (laughs) Just don't wake my kid up, please. As you wish.